Welcome back everyone to another episode of Chat with Dan. For today we spoke with Danica. The conversation was amazing. She's super talented and an incredible, super amazing person. Hope you like this episode and I'll see you in the next one. Stay safe. Welcome to the show. It's Hi, a, thank you it, so much for having me. It's amazing. It's epic. I mean, what better way, you know, what better way to have a cool evening with someone as cool as you? You know what I mean? Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. excited to get to know you and chat. Perfect. Perfect. So digging straight. Yeah, let's dig in here and tell me where where does this passion for acting started? Like where does the where does the dream begin? Yes. Okay. So it's kind of a, a funny story. Um, I actually never planned on being an actress. Um, it very much fell into my lap. Uh, I grew up as a dancer um, and I love to sing. Performing arts has always been in my blood, um, but I actually went to school for microbiology. Oh, okay. And yes, yes. Um, and I was going to go do my doctorate, uh, in Atlanta. That was the plan. I was accepted to go in the fall of 2017 and very randomly, um, I started, uh, photo doubling. I photo doubled for someone in the winter of 2016. And so photo doubling is where, um, you're basically, you're shot from like the back. You look enough like the actor or actress that um, if they can't be there on a certain day, it also, generally speaking, costs a lot more to have okay. the actor on set. So they'll use a photo double or if it's a child, they'll use a photo double. Anyway, I was photo doubling for an actress and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Um, <laughs> so I sent my cheerleading photo directly to the casting directors. And mm -hmm. if you are familiar with how the industry works at all. That is a big no-no. <laughs> That's not how that works. Um, okay. But I did it because I had no idea. Yeah, um, and then a few months later, I I had actually just got back from LA. It was the day I got back from LA, the first time I had ever been um, for a makeup seminar. And I decided to check my junk mail for some reason. And I had an email from yeah. one of the casting directors in Winnipeg and he is very lovely. Uh, he is very much a character. <laughs> okay. um, and so this email, I, you can hear, I can hear his voice now thinking about it, but he goes, confirming your audition for the role of Claire White in the feature film, Break My Heart a Thousand Times, which is what it was called at the time. Now it's called, I Still See You. And I was like, oh my God, what? So I went because he wasn't asking, he was telling me to be there. <laughs> and I showed up and I got the role. And so that was my first movie, my first audition. Um, it was a Lionsgate film. You can watch it on Netflix. And we just went from there. And now I'm here. I love it. That's yeah, so thanks. Cool. It was wild, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, such such a ride, you know? Such yeah. you know, like a like a sweet, you know, like, like the whole changes. And it just took like one thing to just yeah i'm a i'm a big believer in not necessarily that things happen for a reason mm. but that the universe has ways of guiding us in the direction that's oh, yeah. best for us or what we're meant to do and i and i do believe that 
if you ignore those signs, eventually the universe kind of slaps you in the face with something. Mm, mm, mm. And I think this was it for me. I think I was, I'm a very artistic person, but I never believed that I was good enough to make a career of it. And I think this was the the universe's way of being yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. here you go, here's, here's your one, so that you know that, you know, this is possible for you. Mm. And now the hard work begins kind of thing absolutely no yeah i i yeah. do i do believe that we all come to this world for something but of course it's mm -hmm. up to us to discover what is that something yes and um yes. yeah and about what you mentioned i mean i do uh, i would say yeah that i'm a let's, let's say like a 70 percent believer that things happen for a reason you know because sure yeah for example i mean when i started this platform it was just an idea then later on mm -hmm. in the place that i worked uh they fired me oh no uh, yeah <laughs> been yeah. there feels yeah. real yeah yeah like they fired me and yeah. everything and yeah. uh after that the moment that i'm walking out the building cursing at them of course um uh, <laughs> i receive a message from this actress that i sent a message a couple of days before to see like let's see what happens and then she was sure. like I, lo I love the idea let's make it happen and, oh, that's nice it. there you go and it's exactly it's exactly that right it's like sometimes it just it takes something unfortunate or you know life-changing um hopefully not too unfortunate but life-changing yeah. that sends you in the direction that you're meant to be in yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah so though yeah so so time went by mm -hmm. and tell me like what were some of the challenges that you had when you were recently making those first steps in your uh, acting career yeah okay so i would say my biggest challenge um you know, booking, booking your first audition is not normal. Mm. Um, and I, I think, you know, in my first year of acting, I booked three, three things, which is wow. again, usually not how that goes. Yeah. And I think, I don't want to say I got cocky cause I don't think I got cocky, but okay. I think, I think I, I believed it was going to be like an upwards trajectory. Mm. I was only going to get busier and busier. And so um, I was still living in Winnipeg at the time. And, you know, I was booking somewhat consistently for someone who had just started. And um, I I kind of had some, some life stuff happen in 2018. This was 2017 that I started acting. 2018, yeah. I also got fired from a job, had some other stuff go on. And that was when I decided to move to Vancouver. And so I thought I was like, yes, like, this is it. Like, we're only going up from here. Totally. And I moved to Vancouver and I didn't work for almost two years, which is like every actor kind of goes through this period where they don't work for a while. And mm. they're like, oh my God, I have made a grave mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was that I that was the hardest thing for me was you know the, the hardest thing as an actor is you know believing that the work that you're putting out is good enough yeah. and you also never know when or if you're going to work again um so anytime you wrap a project it's like this bittersweet thing of like what's next and when is it going to be and how patient do I have to be? So it was definitely a, a learning curve and just kind of accepting 
what is and being present. But yeah, the the not knowing when you're gonna work next is the hardest part for sure. No, I can understand that. I can understand. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, before we continue, let me just go to the yeah. door real quick. Can we go sure. Yeah. No problem. One of my dogs is like, I'm about to bark, and I'm like, don't you dare. You're so, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No. Give me just one second. All good. <laughs> There you go. Perfect. All right. Perfect. I'll make sure to edit this, so we're fine. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Now, okay, let's continue. So, um, right. So tell me, like, focusing here a, a, a little bit in your uh, in your acting career, tell me, like, how you prepare yeah. a character. Now, we understand, of course, that depends on the role, but what are, let's say, usually kind of the first steps or how you introduce yeah. so you can start into this process? Totally. So something that I'm learning now that I've been working quite a bit the last uh, year, I guess, yeah. um, you you learn more about your character every day, the same way that you learn about yourself every day. Um, but when I first get, like when you have an audition, they're called sides. So when you first get the sides, the first thing I do is I read it through 10 times. I don't mm -hmm. make any notes. I just read it. Um, at that point, I usually have a good understanding of like what the scene is actually about. Not from any specific character point of view, not from my point of view, but just what is actually happening in the scene. Yeah. Um, at that point, I find what uh, I call the key line. This is not this is not my thing, by the way. This is uh, Amy Linden, I believe. She's an acting coach. Her book's really good. If anyone, okay. any actors are listening, I really like her method. It's like 15 steps mm -hmm. to breaking down an audition. Um, and I think the other thing too is you you find what works for you. I think that's another, one of the harder things about being an actor is that what works for someone might not work for you. Definitely. So you have to really just go to different classes and do different techniques and figure out what's going to be best. Mm -hmm. For me, this is what's best. <laughs> so read it 10 times, figure out what the scene's actually about. Then I go through and I find what Amy Linden calls uh, is the key line. So it can be your line or a different character's line, but it's just a line that really encompasses what that scene is about. Okay. Then I like to break it down into the beginning, the middle, and the end. And those points are where the information changes. Mm. So that's where your character is going to have an emotional shift. Um, those are kind of the biggest things that I do. I also, this is like actor 101. I find like the overall objective and the scene objective. So it's what your character wants overall. And then what your character wants in the scene, which lends itself to the overall objective. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of how I break it down. Then the next thing I need to do is relate. So you can call this substitution. Some people do. Um, but I find, you know, like based on kind of the emotional state of the character and what they want in the scene, what in my life mirrors that? Mm. Um, and so I will find the similarities and the differences in that um that is what makes me 
able to connect to the scene and connect to the other character. Another thing I will do is, depending on what the scene is about again, if I'm not finding something that I'm like personally able to relate to, I will think about it in the other character's perspective and how someone in my life might be similar to that character. Yeah. I'll use imaginary circumstances, but yeah, that's that's the biggest thing for me. And sometimes it's super easy. Sometimes you're like, man, I've lived this 10 different times in 10 different ways, no problem. But sometimes it's not that easy. Um, and in that case, I will work with my acting coach. Mm. He he is able to, his name is John Emmett Tracy. He's on Yellowstone. This man, I just, oh, I have the utmost respect and love and gratitude for him. He has completely changed my career. But anyway, he will help me out. Um, I find acting for me, any art really, but acting... Um, I do way better when I've collaborated with someone. It helps to get me out of my head. Um, so it, it helps me to see things in a different perspective. Mm. But if I'm really struggling with something, I will go to him or, you know, another friend, um, another acting friend and and kind of come up with some different ideas and kind of take a look at it with some fresh eyes, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of my process uh, in terms of auditioning. Once I've got the role, you really have to figure out who the character is at their core. And that that is a journey that can sometimes take the whole shoot. Um, but you have to, and it's it's very interesting, like even just reading the text, you can see or imagine, you know, what the character is like and then you can think about okay what makes someone like this what's the psychology behind that and you can create scenarios and backstory and i think that's the most fun part about mm -hmm. acting is like creating this entire person and then mirroring it to your life so that you're able to bring them to life i love it yeah thanks that's amazing <laughs> i love it now what has been the funniest or worst audition you ever had? Oh man. Okay. I have two. I thought about this question. I've got yes. two. So one's funny and one just made me want to crawl inside myself and die. Okay. So the funny one, it was for this horror movie called Seance. It is on Shudder. You can watch mm -hmm. it on Shudder for sure maybe somewhere else but it's quite good um it was filmed in winnipeg so like lots of my friends are in it which is really nice but i was auditioning for kind of the like lead mean girl mm. and the first scene it's the first scene of the movie so this isn't spoiling anything but the first scene they are doing it's it takes place at like an all-girls boarding school and the first scene is a seance so the character's name is alice i believe and she's like holding a candle and she's kind of telling like the ghost story and she's like this is where she died right here in this bathroom obviously i didn't do it like that but she's holding you know the whole like ghosty like when you have when you've got the like like this kind of situation the yeah, light yeah. coming from underneath so some casting directors like props 
I personally love props. I think if I have something to hold in my hands, it helps me come a little bit more alive, gets me out of my head a little bit. Um, some casting directors hate props. <laughs> this was the day that I learned that this casting director hated props. So mm. I come in with my candle <laughs> and I'm doing the scene and whatever. We cut. It's good. And she goes, is that a coffee? And I was like, no, it's, it's a candle. And she goes, yeah, that doesn't read at all. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was like, great. All right. Well, I will never do that again. Um, the other worst audition, um, this was all in person too. So now that it's, you know, post COVID, most auditions are on self tape which I personally really like. That is a very divisive thing in the acting mm. community right now, but mm. that's another topic. So this is in person. I go in, it was super busy. I had had like two auditions the day before, and then I got this one super late that night and it was in person the next day, like less than 12 hours. It was a nine page audition. Like it was, it was big. Um, it was also for Hallmark and it's you you learn as an actor as well depending on the network like it is all truthful and grounded but there are different styles for mm. different networks so hallmark has its own kind of style um so sometimes i struggle with hallmark auditions truthfully <laughs> and so whatever i get this audition it's for like the sister of the lead kind of thing and um i go in and i do it and this casting director cuts before i'm even done the first scene and he goes danica come here for a second and i'm like oh, <laughs> oh no and so they record their their auditions right because they have to send them into production and whatever so i think he's going to show me something on the monitor um and he goes think we're gonna get there today you should have done way more work on this you should have been able to mine out more emotions than this you need to take way more training before i ever call you back in this room again and i was like okay and i like turned around and before i even got out the door i was just crying and it was crazy to me because this man had cast me in like three other things and I was like, what? Like, what happened? I'm so confused. And like, maybe it wasn't my best audition, but I didn't think it was like that, that terrible. Yeah. And I just, I just cried. I just cried the whole way. <laughs> I was like, I hate this. I'm never doing this again. And uh, yeah, that was, that, that, that was like my, my worst, like, mm feeling ever after an audition but yeah. uh yeah <laughs> well, that's crazy you know I, i've i've heard um i've heard some stories that for some cast directors yeah they don't like props because sometimes mm -hmm. they would for example let's say that that the scene applies a gun and some people mm. would bring like a fake gun to mm -hmm. the whole you know and it's scary you know that yeah. it scare people that's yes. you know, see that guns. yeah that's a yeah. no. Like if you if you were doing it in person and it was like a weapon, yeah, for sure, for sure not. If they wanted you to have a weapon, they would give one to you. Um, I lately have been getting a lot of auditions where I have to have a gun. So I bought like it's a replica like 45 caliber, but it's like bright orange. There's no moving parts. 
and I'm on tape. So it's like, yeah, it's this is all pretend. This is all pretend. <laughs> Everyone is safe. But yeah, yeah that's mm, no. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be hilarious. Scary, mm -hmm. but hilarious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, now, so yeah, so let's say that one day I call you. And mm -hmm. I tell you that I want to become an actor. Now, I don't have any experience mm -hmm. at all, like zero. Sure. Probably. I mean, I only had one role back in high school for one play, one line. I screw it up. So that's not on my resume for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, but uh, so based on what you know, what advice would you give to me in order to start this this yeah. journey on, on acting? For sure. If you were first starting, I think the best thing is to get into an acting class. Um, I think one of the big things for me and a lot of other actors is just getting comfortable being vulnerable in front of other people, in front of other strangers. That's still something that I struggle with at times, um, depending on the content. Um, but also just getting like comfortable in your body, comfortable being on camera. That's a big thing for a lot of people, even a lot of working actors. I know they'll have not that I've I've personally ever experienced but they're very concerned about what they look like on camera and so you can't be afraid to be ugly like you can't you can't be afraid to have snot running from your nose if it's an emotional scene like I think that's the biggest thing and that's also what's going to book you work is just being so comfortable and and confident in who you are and I know that sounds cliche um but it's true like we're always you know I, I think now nowadays you know mental health and emotion especially for men um is is something that is being more talked about but you know in your day-to-day -day, you could be having the worst day of your life and you still have to go to the grocery store and oh how are you I'm good how are you like so it's just getting really comfortable dissolving that. Mm. So that would be my first, my first piece of advice would be get into an acting class, even if it's not like a good class, like just getting in there and getting comfortable, um, breaking down your walls a bit. Um, and the next thing uh, would be just, just get on set. That's where you're going to learn the most. So like, student films even doing crew for for other things um like if there's non-union crew like anything like that just being on set is where you're gonna learn the most um no matter what what you're you're doing um and then my third piece of advice once you've you know got the experience um maybe you've got some footage from doing some student films find an agent and a good agent. When I say a good agent, I don't mean top agency. I don't mean big agent. I mean agents that believe in you, are really good at communicating with you, who support you. Um, yeah, I, I, that is that is such a huge thing. Um, because you know being with a top agency like frankly speaking i was with a top agency in vancouver and i i got 
three auditions in a calendar year. That was that year that I was telling you I didn't work, which is yeah. like, I, I get more in a week now. Mm. Um, and they wouldn't even respond to my emails. And, you know, it, that it makes sense because I wasn't one of their top billing clients and, you know, they're busy and that's fine. But that's the thing is that they're busy because they're a top agency. They really only have a lot they only have so much time in the day and that's going to go to the people who are making the money totally. you know it, it makes sense um but my agency now they're more of a boutique agency mm. they're quite selective about who they work with which is really nice and they are so supportive they're two powerhouse women that back me on everything that i do um they talk me down while I'm spiraling um they've supported me on walking out of a project which I've never done um but I've had situations where you know I could have and maybe should have but um saw it through and and they were like whatever you want to do we back you 100 percent um yeah just just finding Finding a really good team and a really good support system. That's the most important part, I would say. That's amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, <laughs> I promise that once I get my Oscar as Best Actor, I'll, I'll mention <laughs> you on my thank you speech. Oh, thanks. Much appreciated. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, let's say that one day Netflix, HBO Max, Disney Plus, you name it, they get in contact with you and they tell you that, that, that they got this idea for a film. So it goes. All of the actors you have played at the moment will gather. So all of those characters will gather yeah. to celebrate your birthday. Tell me what will be the name of that film. <laughs> I thought about this one. It would be Sad Girls Club. Sad Girls Club. <laughs> yeah, what would it be? Would it be like comedy? Uh, brown, um, horror perhaps? What would it be? Oh man, I think it would be... I think it would be... Probably drama, maybe dramedy. Um, I've I've found all of the characters I've played, except for like two, maybe maybe one, one or two. Um, they and like lately I've been playing the villain, which has been very cool, or the anti-hero, which is you know great, but. Um, They've all had really tragic or awful things happen to them that have brought them to where they are. Mm. They're all very strong characters. Um, they're all figuring it out. They're they're just trying. They're just trying to make it right. They're trying to make it right, and so I think. I think it would almost be like, oh my God, what was it called uh, with Margot Robbie? She's Harley Quinn, but not uh, Birds, oh. Birds of Prey? Yeah, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. It'd be like that. It'd be like all these kind of like slightly unhinged women trying to like, <laughs> just trying to be better, just trying to figure it out, trying to make it right, make things fair. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and um, so if you could describe your whole acting career on a mm -hmm. drink, 
How would you do it? Ooh. Now you can choose one that it's all that it's already been made, or you can create your own. Sure, sure, sure. Mm. I think I think it would be a lot of my characters like the finer things in life. Mm. And a lot of them have some vices. So I would say probably like a French 75 or like a really nice glass of red wine. And how you and how would you call your drink? Ooh, okay. Well the French French 75 is is the French 75. It's the one with like champagne and like fancy um what would i call it i think it would be maybe something like femme fatale or like like death by like lust or something something like that my characters are, are lately have been very um, decadent, we'll say. None of them are out yet, so mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, like my last question here is, mm-hmm. what motivates you? You know, we all have those days that we basically just want to quit. You know that um, <sighs> we get into this into this uh, toxic bubble, let's say, in which you mm-hmm. start to question yourself. You you start to uh, mm-hmm. just think that it's been a waste of time. I can go all night, you know. But oh yeah, yeah. But like, usually, what puts you, what pulls you out of the of, of that bubble, so you can continue back again mm-hmm. on this journey that you have been creating for so many years now. Yes, um, there's there's two things. Um, one of them, and then the, the biggest thing, I guess, yeah. is um, I feel like now, especially like in the age of of you know especially after covid but like dating apps and and social media and it just everything is so false mm. like true connection feels so hard to come by these yeah. days mm. and and i think people are very cruel to each other because of that because it's so easy to I don't know forget is the right word but it's so easy to ignore other people's emotions because the connection is so lacking everything is so fleeting Um, and it's really hard to process your own emotions Mm -hmm. in that um and so my my biggest reason that I want to be an actor is that I want to tell stories that make people feel connected to to someone, make them feel seen, make what they've experienced feel real and and tangible and to help them heal um and and you know to hopefully inspire people to to have empathy for others um the other reason is you know growing growing up 
I, I always wanted to be a dancer, um, but performing arts, like I mentioned, was my biggest thing. And I just, I really struggled growing up as we all do, uh, but thinking that, you know, I was good enough or that I could do something creative and artistic and that people would think it was worthwhile. And so I didn't, I kind of, you know, gave up on that dream from a very young age. I decided I was going to do the the safe thing and, and go to school, do academia. Um, and, you know, like I was saying, to, to bring this full circle, <laughs> I got a nice slap in the face from the universe when I was 25. That kind of gave me a nudge in this direction. But I'm really doing it for for little little me and anyone else that feels like you know they don't have it in them to do whatever it is that they want to do but that you know it's going to take hard work and it's going to take time and patience and a lot of tears (laughs) Um, but you you can do it there's room for everyone in this world to do what they want to do um but yeah, I, I, I do hope that because I was 25 when I started acting that, you know, people who feel stuck in their nine to five or in a career that they don't like, you know, I, I know that 25 is still relatively young, but I'm 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 more inspired by people who are older who make the switch and do what they want to do. Yeah. And I hope that I can, you know, inspire someone to realize that, like, it's not too late to do what you want to really do. I mean, I will drop this mic. Of course I won't, but I will drop it, basically. You know, perfect way to end this. Legendary. I love it. I mean, what can I say? I mean, I, I love what you do. It is super cool. It's, yeah, it's in, it's in, it's definitely inspiring. And also the fact that you... Thank you. ...that you discovered later on, that you have been... Mm-hmm through so many things here and there, but still you manage to continue pursuing. And I mean, we all know that pursuing your dreams or pursuing specifically, specifically something that makes you happy, it's tough, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. But the fact that you are still doing it, that you are still pursuing it, I mean, that's impressive. And also that's kind of a living proof that dreams can come true. And I love, I love, I love the fact that you're still doing it. Keep pushing, keep rocking, because I'm super sure that at some point, our next conversation might be, where can I put my next award on the wall? Because it's already full now. You know, <laughs> yeah, like well, that. thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, I also want to thank those who watched this video. Thanks so much. Uh, if you are listening to this, uh, perhaps on Spotify or Apple Podcast, make sure to go follow like, Danny kind of like, like right now. I mean, the video is over. So what I would suggest is for you to go follow her. I mean, let's make her viral. Hashtag Team Danica. She's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> and um, again, have an incredible evening and incredible rest of the week. And I'll see you in the next one. Thank you. See you soon.